Right, man. We really haven't done a, a new podcast for a few weeks now, huh? Uh, I believe you were here uh, the last time we did one. Yeah, yeah I was sort of uh, crashed your place for for a little bit there. Appreciate the facilities, of course, as always. Um, we're doing this from remote, so um, you know, with the phone here and the recording, um, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation already. But we just, I don't know, we were really both like in a spot where we were getting some, something out of it and we're thinking, man, we really, this is such a good topic for Inside the Sound. We started talking about composers, uh, particularly John Williams, and what kind of sets them apart. Um, and then we were comparing him to Joe Satriani and like noticing the things that these, these uh, uh, musicians, these composers do as they're building music as they, like, why is their music so good? Why is their music so... So captivating, and that's kind of where we were at in the conversation. Right. <laughs> I just bad over like, right. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. No, man. No, um, no but uh, <laughs> you pretty much summed that up with a lot of words, so there wasn't really anything I needed to say there. Um, is, uh, but I rely on you, Ryan, to help me <laughs> uh, uh, economize my words and to show me a better way to, to phrase them. <laughs> well, sometimes there there isn't necessarily a better way to. Okay. Um, say Could be in your things. way. Could be your state in your anyway, whatever. <laughs> but ain't, where were we at? How um, a Joe Satriani song. What about a Joe Satriani song? Come again. You can't. Can you hear me? Okay. I can now. Yep. You cut out for a second. We were good. Okay. Um, basically. A Joe Satriani song, we found that they're best listened to and understood from beginning to end. Meaning, oh yeah, I can't just pick and choose. And I, I even believe that this goes for the entire album. Like, I can't just jump in on one song. Although, I guess you can, just for the pure enjoyment of it. But if you really want to understand the album and appreciate it for what it's worth, it feels like listening to it from beginning to end um, as an album and as each individual song as well from beginning to end to fully appreciate it. I feel like the way I see it, it's, you can't really, you can't glean uh, the depth of like what he's trying to do without hearing it start to finish. All of it is part of the art and you can't pick and choose to, if you want to get the same understanding, the same appreciation, like, like we're saying here, um, I just I find that to be, this, I don't know, I'm not necessarily even trying to pivot, but to me, that's a lot like life and people. I feel like people are this way too. Don't we edit each other a bit? You know, you get angry at somebody maybe you love even or whatever, maybe someone you're not necessarily just, you meet in public, I have public, whatever, wherever you meet, someone else you have a disagreement with. And, and we tend to like, view other people, their mistakes, their, very narrowly, very narrow sometimes. You are this because you did this bad thing. 
right. instead of looking at the full score of their life, right, start to finish, which is impossible to do in the moment. But that's the same way, I think, with really captivating, you know, above the cut above the rest kind of composers like a Joe Satriani or a John Williams who, you know, like we talked about John Williams, you know, they, he understands the concept of building gradually, a gradual crescendo of the pace of the song or of the, the way songs put together, how just it's built brick by brick. And I think right. life is like that too, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's really funny because you can't, I was watching the conductor up there of that orchestra yeah. and thinking of myself, be, right? yeah, I'm thinking to yeah. myself, there's no way that that guy could have created this by himself. <laughs> right. Okay. He, yeah, I, see. I mean, he conceptualized it and I think he could create it to some extent, but there's something about seeing that many people you know, on the same wavelength mentally and musically, there's something about that. Like you can't, you can't recreate that. There's something you know? about it when you're in the middle of it. I mean, I played in bands and orchestras and choirs and directed choirs and things. And when you're involved in that, like you're a part of something bigger, right? Just you, the individual. And it can be a bit surreal, actually some of those performances and stuff just through, you know, as a kid, even doing those grade school performances and high school and, you know, jazz band, whatever, you know, whatever, marching band, when you're with other musicians and you're all in sync, in melody, in rhythm, it's just, a, it's almost an otherworldly experience. There's nothing quite else that matches it that I can really describe, at least off the top of my head there, or even with some thought, I don't think there's anything else that quite matches that for me. I did have another question apart from yeah. that. I was just watching that too from a musician's perspective. Uh-huh. How do you keep track of your own part and your own, like it, it feels like you could get lost, like you couldn't hear yourself play at certain times. Well, like how, yeah. how do you know, how do you, uh, how are you able to, play your best when I, it doesn't feel like you'd be able to hear yourself really. You're talking about in an orchestra setting? Or yeah. A, yeah. Cause in a well, band, like in a rock band, it's, I feel it's a little bit different. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just, no, thing. actually it's my opinion that the rock band is harder because well, I really made the mistake of not wearing earplugs when I really should be. So that loud noise makes it hard to hear, of course. Uh, but you know, these days I use monitors and things like, you know, over ear monitors, I'm able to hear better. Um, but like in an orchestra setting, you know, part of your lifelong training to, to play, especially these um, wind instruments, anything from brass to the flute, the clarinet, whatever, you're training your lungs, right, to, to play this instrument. And part of that is also learning volume, learning, um, you know, uh, uh, being able to to play at a really, really low level and play at a really high level of volume and how to find that range with the instrument, like what it's capable of. And people right. who play in orchestras at the professional level, I mean, they're so, they're so skilled. I mean, the skill level is such that you could have them play quietly enough where you could hear a pin drop all the way to the full volume of the band. 
and because of the conductor and because of the written work, the written music word, so to speak, like what you see there, you're counting everything, everything's sort of just very well put together, very structured. It's that's how musicians of those big groups, it's how it's just, it's the written music. Uh, some music you can memorize, some may be too complicated, unless you played it a million times. But, right. but normally you have that music stand in front of you, so you have, you're writing down, or the composer has written down that path. Think of it like a road map, or a, you know what I mean? Or, or, or some kind of, uh, uh, it's just a symbol. All those, there's just written, all those symbols written on the page don't mean anything unless we all agree they mean something, just like written language for English, let's say. And that's what musicians do. It's just music has its own language, its own written language, its own, its own thing. And that's how those big groups are able to put 100, 300 people can play a piece of music together. It's, it's because it's all, it's all together in one piece of music that each has their individual part that they can see or they can memorize, you know? Right. That's that. That is really fascinating because I've never played in that type of setting, but I've always liked to play in like a rock band, which is, you know, at the most what four people? I mean, traditionally. Four five. I mean, well, traditionally. The rock band. You're right. You're right. Um, Sometimes you see the um, uh, like I saw. I forget. Forgive me. I have to. Coworker showed me a cousin who was in a band, and they're actually legit. They're from out uh, out east, and they're like a blues and rock kind of band, kind of soulful. And they had like a nine piece or eight piece. They're, they had a brass player, the trumpet. And a few others, you know, and I kind of, I did that too. Like, remember back in the day, those, uh, that was really popular around, uh, when we were teenagers, like ska bands and, and those punk bands that had brass sections and stuff. That's cool, man. I, I think it's really cool. It's hard when there's nine people on stage. Can you imagine? Well, That's kind of crazy. What's funny know? though, man, is, uh, it really depends on the kind of music that you're oh, playing. Yeah. Right? Because I've seen some country acts play live and it seems like there's they always have like 20 guitar players up there <laughs> like yeah. i swear every big country act has 20 at least 20 like that's a minimum think about uh that's the minimum is 20 guitar players up there so flip it to a different culture like mariachi bands and they perform right they gig Jeez, how, many, <laughs> yeah. how many people you put on stage in mariachi band you know what i mean like it's crazy it's cool yeah, that's, I mean, there's an art to everything, I guess, you know. For sure. It's but, so funny. Uh, I was actually listening to Mariachi music just because I'm trying to immerse myself in, in the Spanish language. It's something that's important. I'm, I'm working on that, that comprehensive <laughs> comprehension, I should say. And I was actually jamming on this um, really upbeat accordion solo that this guy was doing. I was just hearing what he was doing, dancing around the melody. And, and it's a different vibe, right? Different, completely different. Um, sense it wasn't, of music than rock, let's say, or whatever you, you say they, into. They have uh, they have accordions and mariachi music now. Sure, man. I mean, I, I hear record, I hear accordions. Wow. I hear, okay. Uh, I hear trumpets, of course. I hear tuba or whatever. There's a I forget the name. Why the space and sousaphone or whatever it's called. The same thing as the tuba, but shaped differently. So there's a bunch of these different, and you know they have. I hear. Um, you know, guitar work, and you've seen the different sizes. Of the, there's a bass guitar, there's a there's a tenor. It looks like a cello almost, but it's a guitar of some kind. Yeah. So these different instruments that 
um, that all work together. Some of them are going to be, a, you might see a, a smaller Mariachi group or a larger one. But I was just chipping on <clears throat> this guy's skills in the accordion because most accordions are going to be either a button or there's a keyboard that looks like a piano on the side. So either way, I've played both types of accordions. And, you know, yes, I'm a pianist. I'm a very good pianist. But that doesn't mean that I could just knock off some crazy solo on an accordion because you're pushing air through this mechanism. So you have to pull and push back and forth, in and out, while you're using your hand, it's different, right? And I was blown away by this guy. Like, his skill and the melody, and I was like, man, I would have never thought to do it that way. That's so cool. Like, and it's funny, it wasn't until I took, and I've been doing this now for weeks, this immersion thing where I'm, just, when I'm in the car, I'm listening to some type of uh, Latino mix or, or some kind of, like, you know what I'm saying, Mexican music or Spanish music or something of that nature where I'm hearing the language, there's right. a bunch of different stations, you know, in the Arizona that, that do that. And it's after a few weeks that I start going, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm now realizing what a talented musician I've been hearing I, or what talented musicians I've been hearing this whole time. Right, that's the other thing. I don't want to get too far on this tangent with, the, with this type of music. But there's the Latino mix station, which is a lot of uh, mostly Spanish, but there's English in there, too. It's more modern sounding. It's more pop you know, geared. But it's also like reggaeton. It's also, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's it, a lot of that Latin influence. And what I find to be astounding is I'm way more entertained by that kind of music than I am by the mainstream pop that you hear on the radio. Like, don't get me wrong, the mainstream pop on the radio is super catchy, right? Great tones. But what I find fascinating is that these Mexican and these, these Spanish and these other Latino uh, and Latina artists are they're spitting fire in two languages, bro, intelligently. Like I hear rap artists, let's say, that are that are lyricists and sound really fun and cool the way they what they say, but then you know you go over to this other channel and it's like they're doing that in two languages and they're doing it like super intelligently and the music is super catchy and on point and the beat is on point and there's all different other kinds of melodic influences that you hear in this music that you don't hear in pop and I'm just blown away by it and I'm fascinated how like you just turn the dial. And like you're in this new world with a new language and new new tempos and new you know what I'm saying new rhythms and and how how um, how easy it is to not even understand that something like that exists because you've never turned the dial over to that station. You know what I mean? I was blown away. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the musician coming out in you in you probably because For uh, sure. most people see. As musicians, we 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 break it down a lot in our heads whether we want to or not like break apart all the pieces you know of what we're hearing and we like to hear more complex um you know cooperation between multiple instruments well we like the different layers of things that are going on layers of complexity for me there is an element of novelty as well so complexity is good too much is bad I actually like simplicity too. I, in my own music, I feel like I, I lean more towards complexity. But what impresses me about the Spanish music is the novelty of the choice in like a melodic progression. I feel like they take more chances and there's more like unexpected results in terms of that basic melody and counter melody. In pop, it's, it's always just super, super basic sometimes you get a cool little like whoa that was a cool little little thing they did like whoa like, whatever it is right but um i've just been really that's impressed. usually the vocals though it's usually Typically. the vocals doing that you know what actually that's the distinction Brian. because as i think about it 
on hearing all those things across the spectrum of instruments. And, you know, these days a lot of it's digital instruments, but when you're hearing the different types of Latin percussion that you don't hear in pop sound, it's a different frequency and a different spectrum to my ear. And I hear it, um, I hear it differently. Like it's, uh, that's actually really cool that you point that out because you're right. In pop music, it's like all about the vocals. And then Latino mix, it's mostly about the vocals, but there's that underlying current of rhythm that seems to be featured more in the, the Latin music than I hear in the pop music on the pop station, you know? Yeah, I believe it. I think pop is... Um... It's kind of funny. I've never really thought of it that way, but in terms of like general listening, you don't really need all that complexity going on. You just need no. the sound. Like if if I just hit the chord, you know, a G chord, that might be enough. Like I don't need the the lead. Like the lead player has just been cut out of the equation. You know what I mean? You know what else? I, I, something that the uh, same DJ guy that I'm uh, still obsessed with, Akira the Don, pointed out it was a tweet or whatever. You notice how music is engineered. To, if you're a producer, if you do any kind of audio editing, you'll know this, that you're trying to edit your sound. You want it, If you really want it to sound good everywhere, you really kind of need, need to sound good on that small speaker. So like the choice of bass that you might want to use you might have a ton of options for whatever synth bass you're going to use, but you know what? The 808 is punchy, and the 808 works on it. Like it, it the spectrum of devices you might have to, the other person might hear that. Um, you know, it, it could be, you could be maybe not focusing on the right, like end result, if that makes sense. Right. Um, and I find that, but I find that about like pop music, in particular, more than any other music. I feel like it's driven to that common denominator, like kind of playing a small speaker. Like you just, you get these certain frequencies, you've got the rhythm, you've got some bass, you've got some melody and you got vocal and it's all about the vocal. Whereas, you know, if I'm thinking of a really good, okay, we'll go back to Joe Satriani. That music is not meant to be heard playing your iPhone speaker. It's just not. <laughs> yeah. Can <Like> you imagine <laughs> just a full Satriani album from start to finish, just on your iPhone. Just play it, hit play, and sit down and listen to it. Would you sit there for half an hour? Do I would not. I couldn't get through it. It'd be an insult to the music. I need good headphones to hear it all. I know. <laughs> I, well, I'm a snob. Like, like I'm very particular about what I actually listen to the music on. Heck yeah, like, man. Like, if I want to sit down and actually enjoy this thing, if I don't have quality headphones or a quality speaker, like you said, you you can't. You can't get the full experience, man. It's just not the same. Well, guess what? And you've seen it already. I've shown it to you. Uh, I have now recently acquired a little, little purchase at Guitar Center. Now we have quality headphones for all three of us. So when the three of us do meet in person for a podcast, let's say, we can all be connected and hear everything. So I'm sure you're excited. Now you have you have we now have headphones for you, sir. It, it's a benefit of your employment here at the Manhai Project, and that's. Uh, uh, well, the thing is, inside the sound, our, our podcast that focused on music here. Uh, I have he the headphones that I'm using right now are fine. It's just you didn't have the ability to, you didn't have the equipment to allow me to use my own headphones until now. I understand, given your insecurity, <laughs> why it's, it's important for you to put that blame on me. And listen, I will accept as the CEO, uh, emperor, lord of all of, uh, of of the business here, technically I am your boss. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I will take the blame, sir. I take the responsibility. No, you're right. Um, my Wage. setup was, was wonky, but but 
uh, I will. So you admit it was your fault then? Yeah, absolutely. Because only by accepting well, responsibility a... can you can you truly be empowered. Um, there was something that I wanted to uh, talk about before we got off on some random. Uh, All right, go ahead. Make. Uh, can you remember it? Did you make notes? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Uh, All right. All right. Um. It's just a, it's it's funny how we all live in the same reality, but yet live in our own reality at the same simultaneously because everyone's playing their movies. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of the idea that some people just listen to music as a whole, like yeah. they're not like if, if you're not a musician, you just take that thing, and you're just I like I I want to know what it was like. I don't really remember. Maybe maybe you just look at music a certain way your whole life and don't realize it. But uh, I don't remember what it was like to listen to, for example, a rock guitar song, and not be like, oh wow, that was a nice you know, that was a nice effect there. Or I like that little extra bend they did at the end there. Oh, oh wow, now I see they, what you're saying. Yeah, they brought it up to like. You know what I mean? Like, you can't listen I to see. a song and not visualize what's going on. Or how, oh, let's go cool how the bass and the, the guitar yeah. harmonize there. Or I like how the drummer hit made that hit at the same time with the vocal. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like all I these do. things that you're thinking about, the average person, what what are they thinking about when they listen to a song? I, I believe that the average person is more focused on how the music maybe makes them feel than the particulars and the intricacies of it. So think about this theme that's come up multiple times over these last few weeks as we started boxing training, for example, the new psych. And, you know, how once you showed me a very interesting little, like, jab kind of block technique with how you guard with your right hand, let's say, if if you're fighting right hand, not southpaw, um, it was like one little motion you showed me. And I was like, whoa, mind blown. This is cool. I have new sight. We went and saw a few boxing videos afterwards. All of a sudden, I was seeing things that I couldn't identify before. And I think it's the same thing with music. Once you obtain a certain level of mastery, whether or not it's on a particular instrument or it's whatever your chosen musical path is, then it gives you sight. It gives you insights that, like you said, the average person wouldn't necessarily just be able to see because they're not trained to see it. They don't have that experience to see it. And that's a, I feel privileged that I'm one of those few people that have walked the face of the earth that has any of that kind of musical sight because it is, you know, something that drives me. And, and guess what, Ryan, on that note, if you have anything else to share, share it because we're running up against the clock here. I, I got my next appointment coming. I see him pulling up now. So uh, we may, uh, we did it though. We actually did a pretty good, pretty good pot. This is like 20 minutes. A good side for inside the sound. Good. You don't know what you don't know, right? That's great. You don't know <laughs> what you don't know. I love that. <laughs> you know. So, I'm hearing that. I'm hearing beeps. That that may be. A, and I'm happy <laughs> that we got to do this for a few minutes, man. Thank you. And we will uh, continue the conversation later, won't we? <laughs> you're doing the okay. You're doing the buttons on purpose. <laughs> Ryan, why don't you tell the good folks at home how they can find you? Do, do you want to be found online? Is that still are you still hiding out? Or are you are you still chicken? Are you ready to let people find you and are you open the world yet? Um, I've I've told you before. I'm if you want to find me, you will right 
Like, I, I kind of feel like we're making it too easy for people, you know? But it's that making it easy that gets people, like, you have to, you have to, it's the repetition that gets them to want, ever. We'll forget it. We'll talk about it offline. But, <laughs> well, you know where to find us, folks? Uh, just, you know, go ahead and open up your wonderful cyborg device, and your, your phone, and do a little searching for either the term inside the sound or the Manhai Projects, wherever fine podcasts are, are located. And, you know, there's always Twitter. And I'm still working on getting other, other social media up. I'm not working on it yet. I haven't decided yet. We will decide together as a, as a company. We'll figure that out. But, dude, thank you so much for this, this little chunk of time of your, of your night, man. Thank you. Uh, I really enjoyed some of the things we are talking about, man. We were, um, this was great. I really appreciate it. Inside the sound. Heck, yeah. And we're going to help people. Up. We're going to help people we are, understand man. what that means. Because when you say inside the sound, you might not understand what that means. We're going to bring the music to your ears. Right. In between your ears. <laughs> All right, brother. Take care of yourself. Thanks for the update. Thanks for the chat. And, well, folks, uh, thanks for listening.